Hello, Word Nerds. Thank you for tuning in to this electronic digital on-demand podcast thing. Uh, It's called The Dictionary. It's a podcast. Tell everybody you know, go rate and review, especially on iTunes. Give me five stars and say how you really feel. And uh, download on as many platforms as you can. And uh, become a Patreon. Send me an email, a message, a whatever on the things and the stuff. And uh, let's talk about some words. I hope you learned something. First word is bath, B-A-T-H. It is the first form. Uh, It is a noun from before the 12th century. One, a washing or soaking, as in water or steam, of all or part of the body. Number two, A, water used for bathing. Two, B, one, a contained liquid for a special purpose. Uh, 2B2, a receptacle holding the liquid. So the bath can be in the bath. 2C1, a medium for regulating the temperature of something placed in or on it. 2C2, a vessel containing this medium. 3A, we have the synonym bathroom. 3B, A building containing an apartment or a series of rooms designed for bathing. 3C. We have the number one definition for the word spa, and it is usually used in plural, so baths or baths. Uh, Now we are on 3D. This is British, and we have the synonym swimming pool, and it is also often used in plural. 4A. The quality or state of being covered with a liquid. 4B, we have the number three definition for the word flood. 5, we have the synonym bathtub. Number 6, a financial setback. Synonym is loss, as in took a bath in the market. Let's look at the etymology, shall we? Uh, This is Middle English from Old English. Bath, B-A-E-T-H, or B-A-S-H-T-H, akin to the Old High German Bad, B-A-D, which means bath, uh, from Old High German, bane, which means to warm. Now we have the second form of bath. It is a transitive verb from the 15th century. It is also British. Um, So it's just a verb. Uh, We're going to start with the transitive verb definition, to give a bath to. And the intransitive definition is also British, and it means to take a bath. Now we have the third form of bath. It is a noun from the 14th century. An ancient Hebrew liquid measure corresponding to the ephah of dry measure. Uh, This is a Hebrew word. I don't know what ephah is or if I even said it correctly. It is spelled E-P-H-A-H. I assume that that is also a Hebrew word. Uh, Now we have bath chair. It is two words. Noun from 1765, a hooded and sometimes glassed wheeled chair used especially by invalids. Uh, this feels like it should be updated. Um, okay, and then, it's, uh, then it says broadly, we have the synonym wheelchair. Uh, hooded, why is it hooded and glassed in? I don't know. Anyway, this is from the town Bath in England. Now we have the word bathe. B-A-T-H-E. It is the first form verb from before the 12th century. 
transitive definitions are first. Number one, synonyms are moisten and wet. Some of you probably uh, did not like that. Number two, to wash in a liquid as water. Number three, to apply water or a liquid medic medicament to. To apply water or a liquid medicament to. It's kind of like the word predicament. Um, I think I pronounced it correctly. Medicament? I think so. M-E-D-I-C-A-M-E-N-T. Number four, to flow along the edge of. Synonym is lave. L-A-V-E. Number five, to suffuse with or as if with light. Now we have, yeah, like if you bathe something in light, you've heard that before. Now we have the intransitive definitions. One, to take a bath. Number two, to go swimming. Number three, to become immersed or absorbed. And uh, bather is a noun. Now, the second form of bathe, it is a noun from 1747. Number one is British, and we have the number one definition for the first form of the word bath, which uh, is basically the first thing we read at the beginning of this episode. Number two is also British. We have the synonyms swim and dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Now we have pathetic. It's like pathetic, but with a B. It is an adjective from 1845, characterized by bathos. Bathetically is an adverb. So this is interesting. Uh, it says, well, maybe it's not that interesting. Uh, it is from the word bathos, uh, which we'll get to later, uh, plus the suffix etic. And then it says, as in the word pathetic. Uh, it doesn't say what the suffix etic means, but uh, that's also, it starts with an E. So we're not going to get to that for a while. Now we have bathhouse, one word, noun from 1705. One, a building equipped for bathing. Number two, a building containing dressing rooms for bathers. Next is bathing beauty, two words, noun from 1916. A woman in a bathing suit who is a contestant in a beauty contest. Uh, yeah, that beauty contests are still a thing that's happening. Now we have bathing suit. Two words, noun from 1852. And we just have the synonym swimsuit. Ne next word is bath mat. Two words. Ooh, we actually need to get a new bath mat. Ours is not very good, and I think it's a little old. Uh, this is a noun from 1867. A usually washable mat used in a bathroom. Now we have batholith. I sound like I have a lisp. B-A-T-H-O-L-I-T-H. Batholith. It sounds like I'm trying to say the word bath... Uh, oh, now I don't even know how to say it. Basilisk. What is that? The lizard thing? Basilisk uh, with a lisp. So, batholith. Anyway, noun from 1884. A great mass of intruded igneous rock that, for the most part, stopped in its rise a considerable distance below the surface. Batholithic. I just find it funny. Uh, that is an adjective. When I think about the fact that it sounds like somebody with a lisp, uh, it just makes me crack, crack up. Uh, yep, that's good. Now we have the word bathos. Uh, so batholith is actually from the prefix bathos, which uh, means depth, uh, which, like I said, we're about to get to. Uh, and then what was that word before? Uh, oh, bathetic. 
Also, uh, the base word is bathos. So here's bathos. It is a noun from 1727, 1A. The sudden appearance of the commonplace in otherwise elevated matter or style. 1B. Synonym is anticlimax. So the opposite of climax. That's an interesting concept. Uh, But yeah, it's probably just deep down. I don't know what I'm saying. Number two. Exceptional commonplaceness. Commonplaceness, by the way, is all one word. Uh, And a synonym is triteness. Number three, insincere or overdone pathos. Synonym is sentimentalism. Uh, And then this word is Greek, and it literally means depth, D-E-P-T-H. Now we have bathrobe. It is a noun from 1834. A loose, often absorbent robe worn before and after bathing or as a dressing gown. How many people actually wear a bathrobe? Uh, I think I, the brain is not working. There's so many thoughts and the mouth can't work fast enough. Um, I should put a, like an Instagram or Twitter poll. Do you wear a bathrobe? Yes or no? I I think I had that thought before for something else. And I think I totally forgot to put up the poll. Anyway, do you wear a bathrobe? Yes or no? I used to after I took a shower, but then I was like, why am I wearing this bathrobe? I don't know. Um, All right, next and last word for this episode is bathroom. It is a noun from 1781. A room containing a bathtub or shower and usually a sink and toilet. Number two, we have the two definition for the word lavatory, or some people say lavatory. Uh, Some people say bathroom. Some people say restroom. Some people say the loo. They say that a lot in, uh, in Europe. Um... What do you say? What word do you like to use? I like to say bathroom, even though it doesn't really make much sense. But restroom doesn't make a lot of sense either. Uh, What was the best word in my mind? Well, I have to pick. uh, Where did it go? Batholith as the word of the episode, just because I like the way it sounds. Um, That is all the words. Um, I started, I I thought about something earlier today that I could uh, mention to you. Maybe I'll do this periodically. Um, I'm just going to maybe every once in a while just mention um, a podcast that I'm listening to um, or a show that I'm watching, which I I had mentioned before, um, but I don't have any new stuff to say. But I will tell you, um, let's find a good podcast that I'm... I should probably do this in order, otherwise I'll get super confused. Um, Let's see. Well, let's start out with something that is highly, highly specific. Um, It is called The Checkout. Uh, this is for the Evans or from the Evanston Public Library in uh, uh, Illinois near Chicago. Uh, so if you are not in Evanston, um, you know you might not find it as interesting, um, but you might actually find it very interesting because what they do it's not about the library or books. Um, what this podcast does is they just interview interesting people in Evanston uh, who are doing interesting stuff. And uh, they've only had five episodes so far, but I think at least three, I haven't listened to the fifth one yet, but I think at least three of the uh, the first four have been people who are doing a lot of work with social justice. Um, and so, you know, if, if you're somebody from another town and you want to get some ideas of maybe something that we're doing, uh, check it out. Check out the checkout. 
um, it's it's been really interesting, and it's it's been cool to hear about some things that are happening in my town that I was not aware of. Um, and uh, I'm I'm gonna keep on listening, and I hope you keep on listening to that, and you also keep on listening to mine. And uh, I'm just gonna keep on giving you more content to listen to because I'm sure you don't have enough. Anyway, that is it for this episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And um, this has been Spencer dispensing information to you, and I hope you appreciate it. Thank you, and goodbye.